In the spring of 2005, I asked a question, a powerful question, that would forever change the scope and direction of my entire life. Hey there, I'm Dr. Del Millers, and this is Energize Your Life After 50. You see, the goal of this podcast is to help you answer one simple question, and that is, how do you want to live the next chapter in your life? Do you want to keep it as it is, or do you want more? Do you want to be better, fitter, stronger, healthier without meds, more confidence, more sex appeal? Do you want to get your mojo back? Maybe you want to be the you you've always thought you could be. So each week, we'll look at simple ways to intentionally create your next chapter, prioritizing your health, your physicality, your emotional and spiritual well-being, as well as looking and feeling your best. Are you up for the challenge? Then let's get moving. All right, and welcome back to another episode of Energize Your Life After 50. I hope you're doing great. It is a new year, 2022, so I hope you're happy, healthy, and ready to make this year a blast. I know I am. So what is, by the way, I'm your host of this podcast, Dr. Del Millers with personalfitness.com, and we were talking about the fact that in the spring of 2005, I asked a question that would forever change the scope and direction of my entire life. So what was that question that I asked? Well, I asked my then girlfriend to marry me. And guess what, folks? 17 years later, we're still happily married with three beautiful daughters. Now, why am I sharing this with you? Simple to show that, or rather to demonstrate that there is power in questions. Questions are very powerful. The right questions have the potential to guide and shape our actions. So with that being said, let me ask you a question. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about weight loss? For most people, it's dieting. Let me ask you another question. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about dieting? For most people, it's being hungry or food restrictions or deprivation. Can you relate? Now do you see why dieting is a poor long-term solution for weight loss? Because you can't exactly stay hungry or keep depriving yourself of foods you love to eat for long, can you? I I don't know anybody who can uh, do that, do you? So let's talk about this. But before we get started, I'd like to take this time to remind you of a few important resources that are available to you. Number one, my free masterclass. You know, the top three things you must do to lose weight and keep it off. Okay, if you're struggling with uh, weight as an issue, then you must check out that masterclass. There's also my webinar, Get Your Sexy Back. If you're ready to truly transform your body and your life, then please sign up for the webinar. It's free. You also have access to a, a free health strategy call with me when you're ready to move forward in a powerful way. I also have a vault of coaching videos at my website, 
uh, you know, personalfitness.com. You can find all of that, sign up for all of that at my website, personalfitness.com. And lastly, please consider subscribing to this podcast. You know, there is a link in the episode notes. And thank you. Thank you for being here. I really do appreciate you. All right, so today we are talking about the two most important questions for weight loss. And I asked you a couple questions, so let me throw something else out to you. Here's a number for you. You ready? The number is nine. You got it? You got the number nine stuck in your consciousness now? About three years ago, I started working with Nancy. And Nancy, Nancy's a middle-aged lady in her 50s. That's right. I'm in my 50s. It's just her middle years. <laughs> no longer old. We're just in our middle years, folks. 50s. The new middle age. But nine was the number of times she lost and regained the same 30 pounds. Lost and regained the same 30 pounds. Actually, it went from 30 to 50 over the years, jumping from one diet to the next. And why did this happen to Nancy and so many other people who are trying to lose weight? Well, simple. They failed to address two of the most fundamental questions that can help to guide their daily actions and make the process of losing weight nearly effortless. Keyword, nearly. Because it's never really effortless, as you know. For instance, let me ask you another question. Why do you eat? That's right. Why do you eat? Yeah, just as I thought. You see, usually when I ask people this question, they come up with some bullshit story about how they eat because they're hungry. But that's not the truth of it, is it? Because I guarantee that if you were to pay attention to all the times you eat, you'd notice that most of the times you eat, it's not because you're hungry. It's because you feel like eating something. I feel like a treat, or I feel like something yummy, as my wife likes to say. Or you're bored and it's something to do. You're tired, so what do you do? You eat. You're experiencing some negative emotions, anger, anxiety, self-loathing. What do you do? You eat. You might even be in a celebratory mode. So you eat. Celebratory, is that a word? I guess it is, right? Celebration, celebratory. Yeah, we eat for celebrations, right? And in all this eating, 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 most people would never think to stop and ask themselves a very obvious question. Want to guess what that is? Ding, 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 ding. You've hit the jackpot. That's right. Am I hungry? Am I hungry? One of the most fundamental guardrail questions. Guardrail questions are those questions that guide your actions and keep you on your path to successfully achieve your goals. Am I hungry? If the answer is yes, well, you eat. But if the answer is no, you ask yourself a different question. What do I hunger for? What do I hunger for? Well, if you're tired, rest. If you're bored, you might need stimulation. If you're lonely, companionship. If you're emotional, maybe someone to talk to. A punching bag to hit or a shoulder to cry on. You see the difference? Hunger versus hungry. They're not the same thing. We hunger for many things that we use food as a substitute for. And here's the thing, folks. 
If you were to develop the habit of eating balanced meals primarily when you're hungry, you will end up eating far fewer unnecessary calories, eating less snack foods, and eating more nutrient-dense foods, which in turn will dramatically reduce your food cravings. You, you, you know that one, right? Food cravings. You do know that all those cravings come from what you typically eat and what you program your brain to expect, right? Because here's what happens. Simple carbs lead to craving more simple carbs. You eat complex carbs, protein, and fats. Guess what? You rarely have cravings because that leads to a very different hormonal response. You see, simple carbs lead to an insulin response in your body. And then your brain message, your brain gets the message that, hey, I'm full. Oh, no, I'm hungry. Oh, I'm full. Oh, no, I'm hungry. You see how confusing that is? But here's the deal. Balanced meals with protein, complex carbs, fat, lead to a glycogen response. Or in other words, you have a steady supply of consistent energy over time, which gives your body time to adjust to your fullness and hunger hormones, leptin and ghrelin. And one of the most important things you can do if you're trying to lose weight is to retrain your fullness and hunger hormones, leptin and ghrelin, to fire when they're supposed to. And this is only going to happen when you develop the habit of eating balanced meals at regular intervals, at most every three, four hours, when you are hungry. Not when you feel like eating something, not when you feel emotional, not when you feel tired, not when you feel bored, but when you, when you are hungry. Now, you might be asking yourself, well, what are balanced meals? You know, protein, complex, carbs, fat, the, the makeup of a meal. If, if you need to know that, then pick up a copy of one of my books. I've got 10-Minute Meals, Dr. Dell's Rapid Fat Loss Cookbooks. I've got a whole bunch of books on Amazon. The link is in the show notes. So pick one up and uh, you will attend Dr. Dell's Rapid Fat Loss Meal Plan. I go over all of those details for you. So anyway, what's the lesson here? Well, number one, food leads to a hormonal response in your body. Number two, which leads to a brain chemical response. And this is the system, folks, that controls your cravings. So to decrease your food cravings, simply eat balanced meals at regular intervals when you're hungry. The hunger habit. It's a very important habit to develop because it's important to train your body to have the right response so that your hormones of firing when they're supposed to, and your brain is getting the right message. Make sense? Now, I hope you see the importance of asking the right questions. You know, we started with one simple question. Why do you eat? And you see how much ground we covered? Emotions, hormones, cravings. Asking the right questions. There is power in asking the right questions. Moving right along, folks, here's the second guardrail question you need to ask yourself if you're trying to lose weight. Remember, guardrail questions are those questions that guide your actions and keep you on your path to successfully achieve your goals. Here's the second question. Are you ready for this? Is this the best choice I can make based on what I'm trying to do? Is this the best choice I can make based on what I'm trying to do? Now, here's why this is an important question. When we stop demonizing food, this is good, this is bad. It takes away the power that food has over us. 
and put that power and responsibility back in your hands to make the best choice for you in the moment. So from my perspective, there are no good foods or bad foods. People eat different foods for different reasons. And you get to choose where you want to eat from uh, along the food spectrum. That's right. Uh, There is a food spectrum. And that food spectrum, in my opinion, ranges from on one end, you've got high nutrient density, low calorie foods. Those are natural whole foods. And on the far opposite end, you've got low nutrient density, high calorie foods. Those are your highly processed junk food. Now, here's the deal. If you were hyperglycemic, you just ran a marathon or other long endurance event, guess what I'm going to give you to eat? That's right. Low nutrient density, high calorie foods in the form of simple sugar, banana, fruit juice, or candy bar. Why? So you could replenish your glycogen stores quickly. On the other hand, if you're eating to reverse diabetes or other health conditions or you're eating for weight loss, well, you may want to stick to the high nutrient density, low calorie end of the spectrum. Those are whole foods because of the hormonal response. You're looking for a very different hormonal response in your body when you're trying to do those things. Remember, Foods lead to a hormonal response, which then leads to a brain chemical response. So asking yourself, is this the best choice I can make based on what I'm trying to do? You get to choose the responsibility in your hands. This is a very simple question. No judgment, no beating yourself up. You simply get to make a conscious choice in the moment. You get to make a conscious choice in the moment. And you may decide to hell with it. It's not the best choice, but I'm going to eat that bloody chocolate cake anyway. And guess what, folks? That's okay. Because it's your choice. It's your bloody choice. You get to make it. And you get to live with the consequences, namely the negative self-talk that usually follows. I'm such a failure. I lack discipline or I'll never lose weight. Or you may choose to eat the damn chocolate cake, savor every bite and reconnect to your plan at your very next meal. The choice is entirely yours. And here's the difference. Whatever your choice You're making it consciously. You're engaging in a conscious behavior. And why is this important? When you make conscious decisions in the light, folks, those choices have less power over you because you are in charge. It's when you start to hide and sneak around, becoming a closet eater. Those behaviors have a way of taking on a life of their own. So you start developing unconscious habits. Now you're in real, real trouble. You're in real trouble because you're living in darkness. And the problem is it is terribly difficult to change what you don't know that you're doing. That's why you need a coach to point out those unconscious tendencies, people. Now you see why people who work with a coach get better results faster. I know it's self-serving, but it's the truth and it's supported by research. Anyway, here's, here's, here's the thing, and here's what you have to look out for. If you find that you're always giving yourself a pass for choosing that chocolate cake over, let's say, a handful of nuts and a piece of fruit, and you keep telling yourself that your goal is to lose weight, then you may need to revisit your reason for wanting to lose weight in the first place. That is, what are you after? 
What is the weight loss going to give you that you don't have now? How is your life going to be different when you achieve your goal? This is your why or your reason for wanting the weight loss in the first place. Because here's the thing. To be successful, you have to get to that place where, folks, you want the weight loss outcome or the new life more than you want that slice of chocolate cake. I can't emphasize that enough. To be successful, you have to get to that place where you want the weight loss outcome or the new life more than you want the slice of chocolate cake. So what is it you're after? What is your why? Is it strong enough? It's your biggest motivating factor. You know, that's what's going to keep you on track. That's what's going to keep you not reaching for that chocolate cake. It's not willpower. It's a strong enough why, a strong enough reason why you want that outcome. You want that future self, that future you, that thing you're going after, that life you're going after. What is it? You got to know that because if you don't, then guess what? It's going to make it very difficult for you to pick yourself up when you stumble and fall or even to kick those cravings to the curb. You need a strong motivating factor. But anyway, that's a topic for another day. We're coming to the end, so let's recap. The two most important guardrail questions to ask yourself if you're trying to lose weight. And remember, guardrail questions are those questions that guide your actions and keep you on your path to successfully achieving your goals. Number one, am I hungry? Number two, Is this the best choice I can make based on what I'm trying to do? Am I hungry? And is this the best choice I can make based on what I'm trying to do? Asking yourself these questions take the power away from food and puts the power of choice and responsibility back into your hands where it belongs. The power of choice and responsibility back into your hands where it belongs. I leave you with this simple thought. If you want to change the results you're getting, then change the questions you're asking. If you want to change the results you're getting, then change the questions you're asking. As usual, I'm Dr. Del Millers, and may the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows. Happy New Year to you. You've been listening to Energize Your Life After 50 with me, your host, Dr. Del Millers. For all the resources mentioned in this episode, you can check the show notes or go to my website at personalfitness.com. There you can sign up for the free masterclass, the webinar, free webinar, a free health strategy call, and have access to my vault of coaching videos all for free. So check out the website at personalfitness.com. See you next time.